Welcome to Finance with Factor, a place you can come to laugh and learn from local experts about everything related to the world of real estate. Each week we cover a unique topic to help you understand the mortgage industry, navigate the home buying process, and grow your business while maintaining a slice of sanity. Now that he has climbed safely atop his soapbox, here is your host, a senior loan officer with Mortgage Network, Jason Factor. Hello and welcome to another episode of Finance with Factor. Thank you very much for joining me. Today, we're going to go way inside the machine, I guess, sort of a, a look in the mirror. I always say that this podcast is to take you behind the, the curtain of real estate, give you insights into all the things that tangentially touch real estate that as real estate professionals, we think about regularly. Today's look in the mirror, if you will, is about content creation. As self-employed small business owners, as real estate professionals, you're constantly thinking about content. It can be while you're walking down the street, it can be while you're in a meeting, or sometimes when you have something you actually need to put out into the world. And how do you stand out when you're among all the content that is the World Wide Web can be daunting for many people. Today's guest, Charlie King, is someone that I think has done a wonderful job of standing out. It's because he puts thought into what he puts out into the world. And I think that there's a strategy behind it. So I want to pick Charlie's brain on exactly what the heck he's thinking when I look at all his Instagram reels. Yeah. No, Charles King, welcome to, the, welcome to the podcast. Yeah. Thanks for having me, Jason. Happy to be on here and share some stuff and just go over what I, my thought process with everything and how, it's, how it works in this changing market. Well, before we do that, perhaps you'd like to actually introduce yourself. So Charlie is the, yeah. the yeah, broker of yeah. Charles King Realty Group at a Compass. He has a team of about nine realtors and two full-time staff. You have offices in Boston and in Hingham, and your two full-time staff members are designed to help do this, right? Right. Yeah. So, um, no, thanks. Yeah. I run a team at Compass, uh, been at Compass for uh, three and a half years now, had a small brokerage before that. And then 2019, I decided I went to Compass to leverage their platform. And it's been a great decision for our team. Um, running your own brokerage is great and all, but it's tough, but I still... I liked having the team aspect. So I was able to run the team with them, but also use this compass tech yeah. and all their systems and their finance department versus myself having to cut the checks all the time. Well, and it frees you up to actually think about stuff like this, right? When you're, exactly. when you're leveraging the infrastructure, I, I remember I was talking to someone the other day and they were like, do you have any interest in, in ever running a branch? And I was like, God, no, I, I yeah, like it's... writing loans. I like doing real estate. I don't want to manage a whole branch. Right. Yeah. No, it's, it's um, even being a team leader and have my team kind of grow now or up to nine agents um, and then two support staff, uh, two salary staff people. Um, it's a lot. So you have to, there's a fine line of kind of spending time, lead generating, bringing business, trying to sell, which is why we get hired. And then also helping with all the agents and your staff. So as you scale, you hit different growing pains, but um and marketing is certainly marketing is yeah. certainly one of those items that either sort of fit. I don't know where in that circular process of growth, pain point growth, um, yeah. but marketing fits all around it. I think 
I think the biggest issue agents and lenders, everybody has in this industry and any business building is sometimes when you grow or you have clients, you get caught in working on your in your business when you should be working on your business every day mm-hmm. instead of being kind of like a, um, like a cycle, like a dip and valley kind of thing. Like you can have leads, then you have nothing. So then you have to build it back up. You always have to be thinking, how am I generating leads? How am I generating people to come in? How am I generating clients? Because without clients, you have nothing to show, nothing to sell. Yeah. So, yep. um, so I look at the businesses, we are a marketing lead generating business that helps people buy homes and sell homes. But first and foremost, as agents, you have to think of yourself as you are, um, you're a marketing person and a lead generator. Yeah, you're you're a marketing person. You're an event planner. You're exactly. you're all these things, and then also all of those culminate in the goal of selling real estate. So when you're putting together your marketing plan mm-hmm. and, and sort of thinking through content, maybe we start on a more global scale. When yep. you're thinking through your marketing plan or allocating resources to hiring staff people to help you with mm-hmm. your marketing, what does that look like for you, and, and how does that planning process? Uh, kind of culminate yeah so I used to do I used to sit down and do the year-long plan for everything business marketing and I think COVID's taught us the last this year's taught us that you can't really plan for a full year so now I break down every 12 weeks yeah and I look to see where where different things are and I break my years down into 12-week increments Mm -hmm. Uh, and I reevaluate after that with the marketing and the content Obviously, listings come. You're not really prepared all the time when listings show up for that. Sure. Uh, but I kind of have a general general sense. I mean, I was very Boston heavy at the beginning of my career. And as I've gotten older, everybody's kind of migrated to the suburbs a little bit. So my marketing plan this year has been very heavy South Shore focused um, mm-hmm. and providing just educational content. Um, even some of the reels we're doing is like beaches, pizza, coffee, like top stuff like that and help educating people who are coming from the city to learn a little bit about the different towns. So it sounds like some of the strategy is, is about education and providing content Mm -hmm. that's useful and not just pretty. Yeah, I think, I think, I think as agents and different people, it's like, yeah, you can post, I do that. We post our just sold and just listed all the time, but you have to mix in other stuff. So I think, where we are in the world, people are really uneasy right now <laughs> for good reason with like wars, the stock market, rising rates. So I think as, as people in our industry, we have to be educating everybody mm-hmm. and video is the best way to reach the mass, the mass amount of people and gain trust and let people know what's really going on. So from an, in, from a standpoint of shooting quick reels for educating people about interest rates or local market statistics to also letting them know about things in the area. Um, I think it's good. So people can already kind of feel like they know you when mm-hmm. they come, when they call you to hire you. Yeah. I mean, for me, I, I, I always think of it as people are buying, frankly, we're all selling the same blades of grass in different locations in many respects. So the idea of looking for greener pastures can be really difficult in any service related industry, whether you're Mm -hmm. cleaning houses, doing lawns, or selling real estate. So the idea is they're buying you as a person. And so how do you use your social media and the content that you put out there 
to to provide personality and let people get to know you? I think I think when you're first starting out, you think every single person is going to want to work with you, or you're trying to attract every single person. Um, at some point, it just went off. I think within the last year, um, you realize that that's not. You stop caring about everyone, Charlie. Yeah, well, you just realize you're not going to attract everyone. Your yeah. your personality is not going to attract. You're not going to be the right fit for every single person. Even referrals you get sent, you're not going to mm-hmm. be the right person for every for for everyone. So I think have fun with it be yourself and if you're yourself and you are true who you are like i i try to be who i am dumbed down a little bit obviously yeah <laughs> i try to be who i am on like social media um like i show i like to golf i have a puppy i like to go out to eat i like boating like i i try to show things i like mm-hmm. um i just think you're going to attract people who who want to work with you and kind of be your friend almost Versus if you try to be like, I think show personality and, yep. and you're going to attract people, I it, think a lot more. They're this be more sounds confident. crazy as an analogy, but it's kind of like online dating, right? Where you're going to have like 30 seconds to get to quote unquote, get to know someone that's going to help you with a large financial decision in your life. And all that's going to do is open the door so that they can actually get to know you. Right. Yeah. So the idea is you just want to earn the first date. And if yeah. your social media can provide enough personality that that Jason's like, you know what, Charlie looks kind of cool. He, I might enjoy talking to him for 30 minutes and see if I actually clicks. Right. Yeah. No, you want to show you're human now. I think like people like you're saying it's 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 first impressions are huge. Um, Instagram is basically like our online catalogs now. Instagram, YouTube, mm-hmm. Facebook. Um, so, again. I don't think you have to have everything. Some of the best reels we do are not professionally, quote unquote, professionally done with lighting. They're 100%. just literally filming like this. Yeah. And people see hundred percent. I mean, I film stuff in sweatshirts and I get better results than if I'm in a, in a sport coat. So it just yep. depends on what, what you're, what you're doing, what you're showing. Um, so I think, yeah, I mean, the content stuff, it, it works. I think video too, everything's going, everything's going long. Uh, like Instagram, YouTube, they're all in a battle with TikTok because TikTok is dominating right now. Yeah. So the short form, long form video is kind of where where the world is at right now with people's attention spans. Are, are there certain platforms that you tend to prioritize over others? Yeah, we're, I'd say Instagram's been number one. Um, okay. That's That's been a How little- How have you built your Instagram following? Because I've noticed you've got a lot of followers and it didn't start yeah, that just, way a couple of years ago when we first no, started looking it's at each consistency. other. consistency consistency and putting out just like useful useful content um i think reels have had a lot to do with it uh instagram's really promoting reels hard right now like the Mm -hmm. short form vertical video um so i've really ever since we started doing video a lot more in the past probably nine months it's really really jumped my following um and you know and you mentioned that some i mean some of your videos are are glossy i mean they're they're drone footage of properties with Mm -hmm. you know fancy music and and photos and you can tell that you've put some effort into it and then others like you said are literally you're just walking around holding your cell phone in a hoodie um how do you kind of balance the mix of those two yeah i mean when i'm honestly when i'm pitching properties i i tell everybody like we've marketed anywhere from $300,000 places to 3 million. 
So mm-hmm. I tell everybody like, I'm literally using the same marketing as your $3 million home with the drone and the mm-hmm. cool videos and everything that I, no matter what your price point is. So I think everybody, all these sellers deserve, they're selling their biggest, probably one of their biggest financial assets. For most people, it's their biggest. So they deserve mm-hmm. to have their place treated like it's a luxury Look, listing matter. The I was going to say, I, I did a podcast with someone. They, they said luxury is a service. It's not a price point. Right. Um, so, so yeah, we, I brought on a, um, in January, I hired a full-time videographer on staff. So mm-hmm. I have the ability now, not only can we reshoot, we can go out to all these different places, but yeah, he's doing a great job and he keeps getting better and better. And, um, but I, I wanted to add that service to everyone to be like, I can treat your house like a $3 million house. Like just yeah. if your house is 800,000, doesn't mean it's going to go to the back burner. You're going to get the same marketing and all that. And then, um, but when I'm deciding, honestly, some of my stuff comes, comes on a whim too. Like last week, I think I was getting a little tired of hearing people being like, interest rates are at six, interest rates are at six. When I talk to a few lenders and people are like, that's not the, that's not the case. Yeah. So I just was like, you know what? I had my team. I went out there. I had four different people, Google mortgage news, mortgage rates. And it was like, I was saying, everybody was like, mortgage it's a dangerous rates game. That's like WebMDing your own leg falling yeah. off. So I was like, all right, people need to know that this isn't true. I made a quick reel literally outside my new office mm-hmm. at the conference table. I sent it out and it was great. People were DMing me being like, thank you. That's useful to know. I yeah. just was basically starting with, don't believe the news. <laughs> yeah. So, but it, it, I mean, I always say when it comes to rates, the reality, and I had this conversation with every single borrower in my pipeline that read those same headlines, mm-hmm. you know, biggest drop in rates since whenever, and then highest climb in rates since whenever, and they all call you. And it's like, most of that stuff gets pre-baked into the recipe before right. it hits your news stream. Right. That's so, the reality of that. So back to the content, I think as agents and lenders and just whatever industry you're in, I mean, you can almost be like that local knowledge person that's how you're going to gain the most trust um last week coming off fourth of july i had been pretty quiet and i had three calls on monday from people just being like i've been watching your stuff i think i'm now ready to kind of start the process that's awesome so i just what's good about the videos and social media and creating content and we're trying to really build out our youtube channel too is that stuff lives there so you're almost so, and it recirculates too. So recirculate. if you keep it timely enough, that stuff will keep posting. There's one refinance that I did in April of last year yeah. that people keep liking to this day. I don't know what algorithm it got into, but so every we week someone else yeah. will like it. We hit something like we did this South Shore Beach one a couple of weeks ago. And all of a sudden I'm getting likes the past 24 hours. It hit some wave algorithm in Instagram and now it's repurposing. It's like doubled the view counts almost yeah. like a thousand i think yeah so yeah it's the same um so that's what's good about creating content creating video i think everything's going video 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 i know instagrams if you notice when you post now a photo um or whatever it doesn't get the exposure it used to get mm-hmm. uh, so i think the key for getting notice is short form reels and then also keeping your stories fresh a lot of times yeah. Sometimes they say take 24 to 48 hours off just to reset, but you always want to kind of keep having video, short videos out there. 
TikTok's probably the next one that we're trying. I post a little bit there. I got to get better. Um, but Very I heard young people, Charlie. You're getting old. Well, no, no. <laughs> I heard a, I heard two months ago, top top demographic on TikTok now is women 45 and older. Yeah, there you go. And they got a lot of the power when it comes to buying and selling. Uh, <laughs> sitting in a home, I can say all the power. <laughs> yeah. So, so TikTok is definitely... Um, TikTok's kind of like up here right now and all the other social media platforms are actually chasing it because they see how successful they are. Um, even YouTube created YouTube shorts, um, to yep. compete with TikTok and Instagram, obviously with reels is trying to be TikTok and Facebook now has reels. So, um, another platform that I use, I do different marketing on it, but I, it's been utilized is LinkedIn. Yeah. Um, we tend to put more of our market reports and analytical. Yeah, think there, but and it's key to it's key to to differentiate some of the stuff and content mm -hmm. per per feed, right? Because you don't necessarily want to put a picture of yourself on the boat on LinkedIn, right? But that plays well on on say Facebook, but maybe that doesn't actually post well on on Instagram, and certainly not on TikTok. Exactly. So like TikTok, you can have a lot of fun. TikTok, you can be you can be whoever you want on there. You know what I mean? Like TikTok, TikTok thrives off of that um instagram you can have fun you want to keep it somewhat professional i mean i've shown myself drinking on it so like it's just but i'm not but tiktok you can be really fun kind of like outside the yeah. block yep. videos um linkedin like you said it's more we use it for more market reports a little more serious type posts uh facebook i use facebook um as well because again i find that I find that probably like again 45 and under isn't on facebook as much sure and then, but, but a lot like, of a lot of your friend a lot of your social network from when you were in college yeah, or whatever college, but also they still parent, follow you there they parent. might not be active on it anymore exactly. but they, they see your stuff and like my parents friends and their age group is all on there and again yeah. they're, they're all sellers and buyers too so um utilize different platforms to hit different age groups and different who you're trying to target and then keeping in mind, I guess, who the audience is for that mm -hmm. content. Exactly. Um, if people want to follow you, Charlie, on mm -hmm. any of these various platforms, how can they kind of see the work that you're putting into this? Um, yeah, Instagram is at the underscore Charles underscore King underscore group. Um, I'll tag you in this for sure. Yeah, yeah, no worries. <laughs> um, but yeah, Instagram is probably the best one. I think our YouTube channels, the Charles King group at Compass and then Facebook. Um, I kind of post now mostly. I used to have a business. I do have a business page. I don't utilize it a lot. I find mm -hmm. for Facebook, it's better posting on your personal page now. Yeah. Um, obviously, if you're running retargeting ads, you can you can use your business page. Um, but I find for people, unless you have thousands of people on your business page um, for Facebook, you're better off using your I would personal. agree. I've actually noticed that as well. And the other thing I would say is some people have two, two accounts for Instagram. They have a personal and a business. I highly recommend just having one now because people want to know who you are, your kind of authentic self. So I've mentioned this before on various episodes, but I think that to me, the takeaway that I get from this conversation is, you know, one and correct me if I'm wrong on any of this and, and mm -hmm. please add to it, but be yourself, uh, you know, be as authentic as you possibly can, 
provide some personality. And to me, one of the biggest takeaways of the last three years has been just that, in that I remember when I first started in the business, uh, someone told me, you're always in a meeting. If someone calls, doesn't matter if you're with your kids or your family, you just say, I'm with a client, I'll get right back to you. And, and honestly, over the last three years, I sort of flipped that all uh, over the last five years, really. Like I've built mm-hmm. my ent- entire brand in my career over, I, I kind of spun the other way. And I said, you know what? I, I don't always want to be in a meeting. I want people to know that I'm at the pool with my kids and I'm still going to take your call. Like I've literally taken calls under the bleachers at a at Sesame Place in Pennsylvania yeah, yeah. while on vacation with my family. And I say, hey, I'm taking this call right now, just to warn you, it's going to be really loud because Elmo's about to go by <laughs> on a parade. But I want you to know that I can call you back later tonight if that's if this doesn't work for you. Yeah. Um, and, and to me, adding that like personality has created some some what I would think is is a little bit of brand loyalty. But it also, like you said, it lets people know who you are in a more authentic way. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think um, people people don't want to work with necessarily robots. They want to make sure someone's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but and then you're always but human to too. Sometimes is okay. Yeah, human. Um, <laughs> I think the biggest thing is people just want to like and trust. Trust, like yeah. that's the that's the two. That's the biggest thing. I mean, people can like you, but if you don't look like you know what you're doing, they're not going to work with you. Um, so you do have to know what you're talking about. They do have to trust you. Mm-hmm. You do have to sound like you you know the market. You know what you're looking at. Um, but if they do that, and you can build that likability through through social and the trust, yeah, that's that's how you're going to win a lot of clients because we all know every person we know knows five real estate agents, at least five mortgage brokers. So how do you, how do you kind of typically it's closest to someone they trust, but also closest Mm -hmm. to the relationship usually gets the business if they think you're, if they think you know what you're doing. So there's a quote, I'm going to actually pull it up that I actually keep right here on my desktop. Um, by Maya Angelou that actually informs the way that I think about my social media and my marketing. But the quote is, I've learned that people will forget what you said. People will forget what you did. People will never forget how you made them feel. And so Mm -hmm. all of my content, almost all of it is designed to make you smile and make you laugh. And if I can make you laugh or at least giggle a little bit to yourself, to me, that will be memorable. And it's yeah. something that will build what I want to be my personality, which is like, this is all supposed to be kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. No, you want to have fun with it. So that's why, I mean, I, I pick all my music. So I try to have fun with it too. And uh, people are always like, who picks your music? And I'm like, I do. Cause it's like, it's me on my yeah. account. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't, I think too. Um, yeah. Music has a lot to do with how you show your personality too. I feel. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, thank you very much for making time to do this. I know you have a crazy busy schedule. I know it's a crazy time of year, Uh, but I really appreciate you making time to do this and, and I'll definitely put it out there and, and, you know, hopefully you'll get some likes and, and even some people that are like, Charlie, he seems kind of cool. I should give him a call to, to list my mom's house or to help me buy my place or whatever it is. No, thanks for having me. Good seeing you. (laughs) Good to see you too. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of Finance with Factor. Please remember to like, rate, share, and subscribe. Then if you really like us, unsubscribe 
and resubscribe again. Of course, that can be our secret, but it helps our ratings. Have an idea for an upcoming topic you want us to cover? Post a comment. For the full video version of this episode or any of our previous episodes, please find, like, and follow Jason on YouTube or Facebook at Jason Factor Mortgage Network and on Instagram at Finance with Factor. All content on Finance with Factor is self-published by Jason Factor, Senior Loan Officer, NMLS, number 1401985. All rates, guidelines, and advice discussed on this episode is subject to change. For a full list of disclosures, visit the License and Disclosure page at jasonfactor.com.